2021 will probably go down in history as the year of the IPO frenzy in India with 63 companies raising a record 1.2 lakh crore rupees but investors collectively lost 1.3 lakh crore rupees as the stocks of these companies tanked soon after so people are no longer super enthusiastic the way they were before This year 51 IPOs have raised 38155 crore rupees down from the 64768 crore rupees through 55 issues last year. However, a different kind of IPO is doing super well. SME IPOs. Wondering what that is? Welcome back to Revolution Read On, a daily podcast where we break down one story from the world of business and finance. Click on the subscribe button to never miss an update from us. Here's your story for today. SME IPOs are kind of similar to regular IPOs but a little bit more lenient. You see, under the current SEBI rules, a company must have a post-issue paid-up capital. That's how much money the company has after the IPO has happened. of 10 crore rupees because of this a lot of small and medium enterprises cannot list on the stock exchange because of their size they may not be able to garner an amount of this size but even these companies require regular cash infusions to function getting this cash from banks or nbfcs can be super difficult due to a lack of credit history or high interest rates which is why indian msmes are facing a credit gap of 20 to 25 lakh crore rupees listing on the stock exchange could solve this problem for smes so the bse and the nse came up with the bse sme exchange and nse emerge these platforms have slightly different rules which allow smes to list on them the rules for sme ipos are very simple SME IPOs require a minimum investment of 1 lakh rupees while regular IPOs require a minimum investment of 5 to 15000 rupees plus underwriting is not mandatory for regular IPOs while it is absolutely essential for SME IPOs also the DRHP of SMEs are vetted by the exchanges themselves and not the SEBI Okay but why create separate platforms and different rules for SME IPOs why not just make the rules for listing directly on BSE and NSE simpler well that's because investing in these SMEs could be super risky you see these small companies often don't have the money to implement tech and other resources that can help them manage businesses efficiently and scale up fast Surveys also show that a lot of these businesses don't even have basic insurance policies or bankruptcy protection and unlike major companies and startups they don't have investors or VCs backing them so even a small downturn could become a huge problem for these companies now if BSE and NSE allowed them to list with other more financially sound companies it could open up retail investors to a huge risk which is why they allow these companies to enter SME exchanges where they can raise funds from those who have a higher risk appetite but wait if these companies have a higher chance of going under why invest in them at all because these high risk investments often provide super high yields 72 SMEs have listed on the stock exchanges so far this year 
Out of them, 18 have turned multi-baggers, doubling and even tripling investors' wealth. The best performing of these IPOs? Empyrean Cashews, a cashew processing company that gave investors 630% return. And this isn't a new thing. Out of the 55 SME stocks listed last year, 33 are trading above issue price. So, should you go and invest in SME stocks ASAP? The answer isn't a plain yes or no. Do your research thoroughly, which is true for any investment because 28 SMEs that listed this year are trading below their offer price, highlighting just how risky this space can be. Surveys have shown that listing on stock exchanges is super helpful for SMEs, but public participation in SME IPOs is still very low. This could be due to the high risk involved. However, Indian investors have shown that risk is not something that stops them from investing. Over 15% of Indians invested in cryptocurrencies. This number may seem small, but only 1.2 crore Indians actively invest in the stock market. So what's stopping investors? The higher ticket size or just a lack of knowledge? If more noise was made around this space, would we see higher participation? And would that be a good thing for retail investors? Though we don't have the answers to these questions right now, what we do know is that SMEs account for 27% of our GDP. So this sector should not have to struggle for funding. Though the government is taking several steps to ensure that, only time will tell if its steps will be enough to solve this problem. For now, it's a wrap on today's story. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back with more tomorrow.